to Pop of Color Pod. I'm Ruby. And I'm India. We're two women of color recapping all things Bravo through our personal lens. As women of color, we like to focus on the underrated Bravo shows with inclusive cast. And if we're feeling generous, we'll add even more Bravo sprinkles on top. Ruby, don't forget that as we catch up on the Bravo chaos, we also like to catch up on the chaos of our lives. And there's never a shortage of that. Here's this week's episode. Let's pop off. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Libra season, Libra season, <laughs> Libra season. I definitely thought she was going to say Halloween. <laughs> no, I'm not that spooky. <laughs> I'm like not a Halloween girl, really. It's so much effort to do like a good costume, you know, or you have to be really creative. Yeah, I've had the same costume for <laughs> years now because like I just haven't been able to like wear it to its fullest capacity, so... I and I don't think I will be this year either. What's your costume? Harry Potter. I think we've discussed this. Oh, yeah, we have. Because literally, <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, I feel like it's like a slutty Gryffindor or something. It is. It is a slutty Gryffindor. Oh, look at that. I am Skippy. Watch me knowing things and have a memory. <laughs> look, look at God, how he works. Uh, mine, I have like accessories for stuff. And you know, I got the wig. So I can just toss a wig on and be like, I'm crazy. <laughs> but what's the other one? <laughs> I'm crazy. <laughs> I just saw you like <laughs> choking on your wine. I'm, oh, I literally so I was at Disneyland last week, and um, they had like all this cute merch for different stuff, right? But you don't want to get like all this creepy stuff and be like a Disney adult. No shade. I love Disney movies, but I can't be having like tons of Disney stuff. Yeah. Um, but they had this cute, like they do these things called spirit jerseys, which are just like those oversized t-shirts that you can get, like, you know, when you go to like Myrtle beach or something and it has the big letters on the back. Mm -hmm. So they have those for Disneyland and they made a themed one for Hocus Pocus. And so it has like one of the little witches on the front and on the back, it says tonight we fly, which is like their little phrase and the other two witches on the back. And I was like, I'm just going to wear that with leggings and like a pair of boots every Halloween now, (laughs) if someone's like, get spooky. I'm like here. That's very like mom, like mom spooky. Yes. Well, that's such a mom outfit when a mom takes her kid to go trick or treating. (laughs) I mean, exactly. Like I'm not partaking in the, the efforts. Like this is me and my mom cropped hoodie that says caffeine until cocktail hour. Uh, I love it. It's very, it's giving Ray done, but it's not Ray done, you know? I um I think if I do post, if I am able to celebrate, because one of my clients now friends, we um, closed on their house and I forgot they're having a party. So I'm like, well, if I can make it, um, I think I'm going to like, if I have a picture, I'm going to put India Harris Potter, like Harry Potter. That's one idea. Um, I have others. I will have others. Well, that's like uh, my mom. Or I might put Los Harry Potters. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to my mom. My parents are... They're like touring Scotland and England right now for my mom's birthday, like belated because once the queen passed away, she's like, I got to rearrange some dates because she was not about to be up and all of that. And they were in Scotland. What was it yesterday when I sent that? And she had told me on FaceTime, like when I called her on her birthday, she was like, yeah, all the people here are dressed like those Harry Potter kids. You know, they've got like the robes and the bad. They don't, guys. She, they're just wearing pleated skirts and like knee high socks. And stuff. Yeah, like normal and, private school kids. Yeah. And I mean, she was, but I guess she forgot how she dressed for that. And also Puerto Rico's hot, obviously. So 
she literally sent me a picture and just wrote Los Harry Potters on there. And I was like, girl, if you don't get out of my I house. loved it. I cackled laughing. And I probably will need a screenshot, obviously, without your mom's number, like <laughs> to put as a slideshow after my picture. Los yeah, you just have to be like credit to Ruby's mom. <laughs> she's my inspiration always. Yeah. Oh, always. She literally, yeah, she's a lot of people's inspiration. I guess she's mine too. Happy belated birthday, mom. <laughs> I suppose. I did my parents' charts because they were texting me and I was talking some shit. I think I said something like, and you're a cancer moon, so everything's always so sad for you. And um, I said something about, like being Aquarius rising because she doesn't fuck with Aquarians either. I'm an Aquarius rising. And so she was like, what's mine? And I was like, I'm at work. But of course had to like make her chart for her. She has a lot of Virgo and Scorpio. Shock to no one. Her rising is cancer though. She's Virgo sun, cancer moon, cancer rising. Ooh. Feelings. A lot. You know how I feel about feelings? Nothing. So it's a little stressful. And then Colin, my dad is like, Pisces on a thousand tears everywhere. Like at least five of his planets had Pisces in it. Oh my goodness. Like, ah! oh, sensitive. You, you have is... sensitive parents. Bitch, I've been trying to tell you all this for like four <laughs> years. <laughs> Why do you think I don't opt into that concept? They just blit, like they let it all fall out of their mouths all the time. And I'm just like, can you lock it up for five minutes? Like, <laughs> He's a Pisces. No, listen to this chaos. Double Pisces, sun and moon. Aries rising. Oh, so he's trying to fight. And then he starts crying about it. <laughs> like it's beyond. I can't. But or he presents himself as like a fiery person and then like cries in the he's corner. A soft puddle. And I've always <laughs> known that. He knows that. He admits that. But yeah. And then I match their charts together. And obviously it's like loves of each other's lives and i was like bitch i've been new but i sent it to them i also passively aggressively sent them their challenging aspects to remind them of what they need to work on <laughs> on that libra shit gang gang shady shady <laughs> judgmental shady passive, passive aggressive <laughs> so i did my mom's chart when she was here i forgot to mention this she is a libra rise i mean libra sun Ooh. a leo moon and a Sagittarius Whoa. rising. Whoa! Not on <laughs> fire. What is happening? It's like no wonder she's a little baddie out here in the streets. A little baddie, like she is insane. Just like woman, calm down. But Leo love her. Are fun. I mean, my sister's a Leo, so I was like, okay. And then my dad's a Sag, so I was like, okay. I see why you guys were married for so yeah. long. And Sagittarius are fairly compatible too. Yeah. Because it's like when you go out of your element, it's like obviously everyone's more compatible with their element signs, but fire and air go together better and mm-hmm. earth and water go together. Yeah, she's she's insane. And then my dad's is apparently Sag Sun, Aries Moon, and a Sag Rising. Aries moons are so dangerous. First of all, that triple fire is a lot, but the um Aries moons are what I've just learned like both through like the people we like on yeah. Bravo, but also like people I know in real life who have exposed themselves as Aries moons like one of my friends he says that he and his partner they literally say like we just burn people as in like not burn them but just like burn the bridge <laughs> like they're they're as like as hot as they are about the person positively then they're hot about them and just ixnay them out of their lives and Jeez. um 
Vicky Gumbelson is an Aries moon. No, the other one. Dorinda is an Aries moon. I mean, Vicky Gumbelson's a Sagittarius. Hello. <laughs> hello. Welcome to my trailer. Hello. She's literally yeah, chaos. Um, but I have noticed all of the close people in my life all have water moons, which makes sense because I have an earth moon. So I guess that's like what I'm meant to be around. I um I don't know. Because I've also done my Vedic chart. And so my Vedic chart and my Western charts are so different. Like, mm-hmm. or not so different. They're a lot alike. But my rising and on my Vedic chart isn't Taurus. It's Aries. Interesting. And so I'm like, maybe that's why I attract all I these motherfuckers. Maybe, but I see Taurus rising way more for you. Me too, because... The luxury, the lounging. Yeah. Money, luxury, lounging is... <laughs> Comfort and comfort, financial oh. and material, and food. and mental. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give me all the comfort. Yeah, and as much as I dunk on Aquarians, I very much identify with Aquarius rising. Like, always have to be contrarian. Always want to do my own thing. Always want to be like part of some change. <laughs> yeah, fun. but you know. So I very much get it, even though I don't want to admit it. And my girl Giselle, she's also a cat moon Aquarius rising. We just don't have the same sun sign. So no wonder I'm like, big heart. Yeah, my girl people Jizzy. love you more and you have better style and don't walk around with uh, skunk hair. Oh, don't bring, don't bring the hair into it, everybody. Don't be a Karen and a Candace. I mean, it's terrible hair. I call it iconic. <laughs> Whether or not it's terrible. <laughs> okay, I was like... That's the political side of Ruby. Yeah, that's the Libra fake-ass diplomat side. Um, Listen, if I were a personality on television and I had the time and money to just change my look daily if I wanted to, I might experiment too. But you would experiment well. You wouldn't have someone dye the hair as a skunk. Kelly Clarkson, take a risk, make a change, and break away. I mean, her hair was like a middle schooler that decided that they were going to buy a box of die from CBS and do their hair at midnight. Kenya more hair care. At she needs it. Well, okay. But I love her. Like I love her in spite of everything. That's the thing about me. I don't know what placement that is in my chart, but I think I don't and I'm in. I think that she's I feel like she's not going to have a good time this season just because Well, I thought she was good with Karen this season is what I heard. During filming. Karen's yeah. always going to talk shit on her because Karen's a hater. That's They're always going to have issues. They're frenemies for life. Um, but I think I think Giselle and Candace are going to become each other's targets. And yeah. it'll be like an even match because Candace will say some ridiculous shit that will make us laugh. But Giselle's going to have points because all we know about a Virgo sun Capricorn moon is points will be made. You know? Yes. But I think that like it definitely... Like, I just wish housewives wouldn't cross the line when it comes to like husbands and being very clear about like when you know, like certain things, yeah. But because that's, it's that's obvious, the Potomac thing, like yeah. they've always done it with Michael Darby, they've done it with Juan. I mean, Michael Darby, sure, but if you that's the rule, right? If you go after yeah. one, then everyone's fair game, true. So you can't just say, like, just because this guy's creepy, because somebody else. Again, wrongfully, you're entitled to your wrong opinion, not you, the public. But like someone may think like, oh, he's not a bad guy and that's not fair to him. But, and even if we all do. So if you go after one, everyone has to be open season. 
because they went after Eddie. Well, just I'll get it. I like not to be reductive or generalized, but I also feel like in the cast of color or like the cast that are quote more old school like Jersey, there's this really reductive thing that has to do with your identity as having a husband. Yeah, and like, does your husband love you? And Bob, you know, like they always go to that line because it's just something for some reason that they know is going to cut deep from some kind of like cultural status, right? Yeah, like you're not as worthy of a woman if you don't have a husband because like they always come for Giselle about that every season, which I think is stupid because she successfully raises her daughters to be like seemingly good humans within context. And then um, they do that on Jersey all the time as well. And they do it on Atlanta. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you can't keep a man. You can't do this. You can't do that. And that's like what the argument gets reduced to. Which Yeah, which is not fair to them. But I just want like Giselle to Listen, I love white Chris. I'm not like hating on white Chris, but I'll take the drama. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Because obviously they went to Ultimate Girls Trip. They went to Thailand together. And it seemed like, I mean, maybe they were getting along I can't wait for this because I'm hoping they're not getting along and I'm hoping that bad weather is not getting along because we know they aren't. So apparently I think I saw it on, um, I can't remember what Bravo person source. Well, who the source was, but apparently like (laughs) Whitney gave a a lot of tea and just said that like Leah was the most, Oh my God, let me find it. Leah was the most, um, dramatic. She said that her and Whitney, her and Heather, their issues from season three carried over to ultimate girls trip. Um, that like, I think, uh, Giselle caused the most drama and, um, oh, her and Candace were the party animals staying up most of the time um, drinking. I don't know what else, but that those were the main points that I got from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and that, uh, who else? that's it. I would never trust Whitney as far as I could throw her. I mean, Wild Rose, you know, I have nothing to Where say. Where was she but, on January 6th? Very indifferent. <laughs> Where was she? But we know where her friend was. Mm awkward well on that positive note um today we're going to cover married to medicine our jam it's starting to like lose a little steam but you know we gotta we gotta ride through to the end and then but i am hoping it winds down soon it's getting to be a long season and this latest episode was like the best one for me oh really okay besides vegas but (laughs) (laughs) um and then We'll talk a little bit about Beverly Hills Housewife, even though it's not our norm. We have strong opinions, some that overlap and some that don't on the situation. And then are we missing anything besides our poppies and poopies? Um, I may talk a little bit about r- real girlfriends in Paris. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just not give me your general sentiment on it. Yeah, I'll give you my general sentiment on like the cast and um, the trajectory of the show. I can right, do that much. So who is your poppy and poopy of the week? So my poppy of the week is my beautiful queen Garcelle mm. because she is just the shadiest of shady. And I think that she makes really good points. And I think that she can admit when she's wrong. I think she can apologize well. Like even today, even though she felt like, well, I don't owe Erica telling her about it now that she's like said all of this in Aspen about not really giving a fuck about the victims. But mm-hmm. still when Erica said she was hurt by it, she she like apologized and said like because she was hurt that wasn't okay so i think that garcelle is like a good housewife because like she can be shady she can produce but she always reels herself in enough to like 
take accountability and empathize with the other person and give them multiple chances. Yeah. Um, so that's, I think Garcelle's always going to be a poppy for me. Yeah. Poopy of the week or multiple. It is the uh-oh, uh-oh. Fox Force 5 or Foxy 5, whatever they call themselves. It's Fox Force 5. And that was India tweeting Foxy 5. So yeah. just to take that off of my name. They don't deserve to be called by the right name because who gives a fuck? sick of all of them okay <laughs> is that especially it? especially rena yeah Dorit. rena needs to go rena needs to go sorry to read some of my shit list right now i'm so happy and i'm to the right side yeah of history. anyway so i'm going to talk about my poppy and poopy <laughs> my poppy's kind of random but like sometimes i just like to enjoy people as they are my poppy this week is dr jackie Cause she's such a weirdo. <laughs> love that. Like, even in the most mundane circumstances, she's always talking in that same calm voice and she doesn't, care. and she'll just say wild things. Like she'll just talk about being horny or like needing to cut back on air and everything's in the same voice, no matter how she feels. I wonder if she's an air sign. Um, but I, I just liked her interviewing her like new doctor and just like talking about all the stuff that they need to do. And that's that on that. <laughs> um, I already ran out of forgetting. Quick life. and easy. And then my poopy of the week is definitely Doritos because how can someone say so can be talking so many words and say nothing? You know what I mean? Like I mm-hmm. hate, I, first of all, I hate when people talk like that in general, like I want to have a conversation in which we exchange facts or concepts, you know, but I need to know exactly what you're talking about. And she just loves to go into this like long winded land of hers, whether it was on watch what happens live last night, or if it was on the show last night. And she's just like trying to find reasons to defend. And she claims she's not defending, but she's also defending them against these other people, you know, like Eric or Renner or whomever. Yeah. And it's just like, take a stand, speak fucking clearly, like just say your thoughts because you're telling me a whole lot of nothing right now and just move on. And also like, she just seemed like not conscious on Watch What Happens Live too. She was just like smiling with big empty glass ball eyes and her fucking, this is vintage Balenciaga and current Balenciaga. Like, okay, what is your personality? Who are you? Like, what do you stand for? Cause I'm getting sick of it. I was weak when Garcelle, when you could tell that Rena or Dorit was trying to produce and say like, well, what do you mean by that Garcelle or like asking her about the whole Kathy thing? Garcelle was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> the way that they can't stand each other. But Dorit kept saying like, friendships have thumps in the road, like whatever. But I think what they miss is that like, you can, like you can be on your friend's side, right? You can be like, but just say like, it. in public, like, you know, but just say it in obviously without cameras, like a lot of people are like, I'll defend my friends or, you know, like be on my friend's side all day and then behind closed doors tell them that they were wrong. Whereas yeah. on camera, like you have to like have this great balance of being like, look, I love you. Like, you know, you're my girl. Like, but what you said was fucked up. Like, and yeah. you need to like correct what you say. And that's the only thing that I can agree with Rena and Kyle about is that they're like in some situations of course not all are like what you said was fucked up i love you as a friend but like i cannot agree with what you said exactly yeah no i thought kyle had a lot of good points with erica 
where she's like, she's always been on Erica's side. Like that part has never changed, but she's like, you also have to be conscious of what you're saying. Even though I did understand Erica getting frustrated because she feels like her friends aren't believing her because she's getting the same questions. But how about you just like answer the, like, although it's frustrating, like, unfortunately that's what's going on. And she has the choice to just answer the question. She doesn't need to sass people when she's doing it. She can just be like, you know what I mean? Like keep it cute and on mute Mm -hmm. kind of energy. And she just like refuses to do that because she feels wronged, which I get, but then you're just going to keep digging yourself in a worse hole. And I think that's what Ren and Cal were trying to protect her from. And she just, you know, lost her shit. You know what Beverly Hills feels like? It feels like a corporate office. Like you have like where it's ranked, like where everyone is ranked by seniority. So you have your like senior, oh, like yeah, they definitely try to that have been that. there for a million years, and then you have your new people who are like just starting out and trying to figure out their place in like the in like the corporation. Like that's what it feels like. Well, that's like how most of these shows become after a while. Like New York and OC have that issue as well, where. Um, after a while, once new people came in, unless they just really happened to hit it off with someone more senior, they like got bottom of the barrel. I mean, look at Emily and Gina for like the past five years, like they're around, but they are always being treated as like the junior staff. And then I think it's so much larger. Like the gap is so much larger with Beverly Hills though, especially with issues like Erica. Well, that's because they did that little fusion, you know, the Fox horse five. It's like, they can't fucking let go of that. And you need to like ASAP. whatever whatever blood you exchanged or like whatever circle jerk you did undo it because it doesn't Ew. have to be permanent sorry Ew. too much um <laughs> because it's just ridiculous and um I guess we can just talk about like Beverly Hills this week um you know the whole big drop I will say I was like enthralled by the text messages being presented at the end of last week when it was just like Lisa's messages and then Kathy's that just says like silence is golden so stay silent and i was like heart 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 i was like i'm gonna start texting people that all the time for no reason but um i hate this is like the worst part of beverly hills is that the conflict is always something that happened off camera and as many people have written already and i agree rena is the only witness so i kind of feel bad for kyle and i know you feel differently but the reason i feel bad for kyle is i know a family dynamic like this personally of when you have somebody in your family who has deemed themselves the head of the family and they are that kind of dark where it's like, you have to be this loyal to your family. And if you're not like, you will be punished, you know, not like financially or criminally, but like you will be ostracized. And especially when you're the youngest sibling, it feels like a parent is rejecting you. So I, I think people love to side with Kathy and Kim because they're quote weird and quirky. But what they're doing is like a lot of times they're displaying like weird addictive behaviors or like mental health issues um, that we keep perceiving as humor. And like Kyle is the person who has to be like the caregiver for them and she's the baby. So I'm not saying she's perfect, um, but like how much can you take from your family before you have to like, you know, protect yourself first. So I think like Mauricio doing his own thing was like probably the best thing for their family, to be honest, because she didn't have to be like indebted or ensconced in them. And I think Kim is like that with Kathy. And that's why Kathy always favors Kim because Kim's always going to need her financially and emotionally. So she'll always like bend to the knee. You know what I mean? My, and my, I guess my <clears throat> issue isn't even with 
like what what's like the family dynamic right because every family has weird dynamics everyone especially with three sisters like i have two sisters like our dynamics are interesting and have changed over the years and have gotten better um but my issue i think is with like because i do agree with loyalty in the sense of i'm never gonna talk shit about my sister or make or take someone else's side over my sisters on that especially on national tv like if my sister's wrong sister publicly bashing you and saying that it was going to be the end of everything but the the thing is that it's not filmed right so like whatever rena is saying the texts right but we didn't see the text text, yeah Yeah, rena wrote the text like it wasn't even text that kathy sent kyle like fuck off it like you know if kyle were to be like yeah rena i mean like i mean not Rena. Yeah, Kathy sent me these nasty texts and then showed them on TV. That would have been different than everything being hearsay via Rena, who is known for like starting and instigating shit with people. Like, so I think that's my issue is like, not only is there no clear, concrete evidence of anything Kathy said, but for you to be so quick always to take someone else's side over your families is like an issue for me. Like, because. But do you think that she. Sorry to keep interrupting you sorry to pull it Kyle but (laughs) do you think my thing is if she has experienced this so many times before she has to know in her heart that some degree of it is true like I don't think it's the meltdown that Rena is describing but I I can believe that Kathy could have said those things based on again just like my own personal kind of stuff and also just watching the history that they have had like it probably just wouldn't be that far fetched for her to say it. Right. So I don't think really it's far fetched. And Kyle's not denouncing Kathy. She just is like, if that's true, I'm, you know. But I don't even think. I think my issue is that Kyle shouldn't give Rena the even uh, time and episode time to even be able to have this conversation. I would have just nipped it in the butt anyway and be like, that's my sister. We're gonna handle it. Like we're not gonna discuss this on fucking TV because there's so many topics that each of them have concretely, I'm sure, behind closed doors said that they don't want to be discussed on TV. And I think that Kyle should put her foot down when it comes to her sister, who she invited or had wanted to be on the show to then like openly be like against her, like saying, you know, like not being on her side. I think that that's the issue for me because I don't put it past Kathy that she said some of those things. And I also think that, she was probably drunk and like very intoxicated and some people say yeah, things no, intoxicated. She definitely flipped up. Like that was the one person you shouldn't say anything controversial. And she trusted her, even if she did say it, like, and she was yeah. probably very intoxicated and just venting about she how she felt. She couldn't control herself. Yeah. And just venting about everything that like how she feels about everything because Kyle does take digs at Kathy and like, I would be, you know, it's not just a one-sided thing. Like the low blows about what Kathy wears, like her slippers, like, like, you know, like all of these like things that, you know, these ditzy things Kathy says, like all these things would make yeah. me like, I'm just saying it's like, you know, again, those are family dynamics. And I think that yes. if it happens off camera, then certain things should stay off camera because yes. that's what they would all want. If it happened, it, it should have not been blown up as it is like the way Rena is presenting it is so wrong. Yeah. It's, and she's like, I like, have PTSD, which is awful for people who actually have, I know like a lot of us say that like facetiously, but she's actually trying to say it seriously. And we know that that's not true. Yeah. And you know what? Also like, but Kathy, I mean, not Kathy, Kyle has shown that she's not loyal. Like with Kim, if 
I, if we were at a dinner and a woman slams a glass on the table and tries to choke, reach to choke for my sister, I don't give a fuck if that's my best friend. We are duking it out. You are not going to do that to my sister. Like, and I think that like, Lloyd, like, especially if like you are trying to keep your relations and build your relations and like have stronger connections with your family. It's not a situation where everyone is so toxic that you don't talk at all and you like are estranged. That like blood is thicker than water in that case. That's where sometimes I disagree because I just, again, the experience of people who are addicts and who have caused so much harm in your life. And you have, you know, like sometimes you have to be able to put yourself first. And obviously it's complicated by both choosing to be on this television program together. And people are going to have that perception, right? That you need to be bonded to your family, especially people who like things like um, New Jersey and all this stuff, right? Where that's all they talk about all the time. But the level of toxicity that I think Kathy and Kim have that's been off television long before the show ever started, like you can't undo all of those years of the behaviors, you know, the things that like Kathy and Kyle have had to pay for Kim or maintain her or, you know, keep her problems under lock and key. And Kathy has a ton because, if you watch the Paris Hilton show that she had on Peacock, the Paris in love, like preparing for her wedding, mm-hmm. and she tries to talk to her own mother, Kathy, about the fact that like Kathy sent her to a school where she ended up being physically and sexually abused by the educators because Kathy just didn't know how to mother her basically like and set boundaries and all this stuff because Kathy is clearly like a grown child. Like there's something deeper in there. And I just, I think Kyle takes those digs because it's like, it's like an abusive relationship. It's like Taylor on those early seasons of Beverly Hills. Like she can say it on camera because that person can't come after them for what she does on camera. And this thing with Kim and uh, Amsterdam, like Rinna is trash. First of all, never defending Rinna in this case, but you know, Kim was possibly like back to using and stuff like that in that era and was definitely inciting conflicts herself. So like, I also... I have family members like that. If they're starting a fight and they get into it, like, no, I'm not a loyal family member either. I'm like, you made this choice as like an active grown adult of a certain age, knowing what your triggers are, knowing your past behaviors, like you have to deal with these consequences too. And she's just, I think Kyle is not perfect, but has had to be collateral damage or like be the apologist for a lot of her sister's behaviors. And I've just witnessed it so much in my own life that, I'm very adamant about like, you can't like let those kind of people take over either. As Cause I love, I love my entire family and I feel like her, like, I love everybody. I want everybody to get along, but I can't like lose my like personal mental safety over being, you know, good enough on screen to defend somebody. Well then how about you guys go to therapy and don't invite your sisters to be on TV with you? Like, I mean, that's an easy, say yes, that's an easy so solution. And I don't think that I do think that every family dyna- dynamic is different, but I don't want to paint Kathy in the light of this mega abuser, like Taylor Armstrong and her husband. Like, no, I'm not stretch. saying, I, no, I'm not saying it in like a physical way, but it's a, it's a power abuse for sure. And it's probably something that they've been dealing with like most of their life because the signs that I see from Kathy are very familiar. Like even pre this season, like when she was in her glory times, I was like, I know somebody like this as well. That's very charismatic and very convincing to an outside populace that 
they're this person, but have also like caused a lot of harm to people close to them. Yeah, but let's also not act like, I think my issue is that like, I can't be in defense of Kyle when like she, I don't feel like is loyal to her sisters. To, to, but do you think to, you're loyal to her? I do because they don't talk shit about her on camera and you've never seen Kathy come after Kyle on but camera. They, don't support, they didn't about, support her TV show. They constantly like iced her out when she decided to start her own company. You know, she bought a house fair and good and him tried to say that she stole it. Like they, they've displayed no, besides publicly talking smack, like that's literally bottom of the barrel effort. I think, I mean, there's a lot that probably does happen off camera. We're going to get yeah. cut off in a second. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> Come on, deep. Yeah. There's obviously a lot that happens off camera, but I think that overall, like, with, because it is happening on camera, that certain things are going to be, like, more visible. You know what I mean? And, like, more and of a... And you're going to get an edit. Like, you're... <laughs> I mean, I just think that, like, if with my sisters and even though we have tough, di- like, we've had tough dynamics and I think with all families you have tough dynamics, there's still a sense of loyalty that you should have for your sister, especially on national TV. Because, again, it's just like if we're out in public and you show your ass, like, I may be like, OK, let's go, like, and reel you in and then in private be like, yo, what you said was fucked up or what you did was fucked up. And I just don't feel like Kyle. I feel like Kyle has this like mediator complex where she feels like she can't pick a side and she needs to see see all sides and be on all sides. And I, I mean, think you have to take a moon. stand. You have to take a stance to a, like, to a certain degree, especially when it's your sure. sister. But I think, I think there's an unfairness in that she puts a lot more of herself on the TV show than her sisters do, right? Because like Kim was always super reticent, did super surface level content for her solo storylines. And then Kathy is just a friend up. So we never see a Kathy storyline. So you don't see enough of that person for them to allow them. You know, it's kind of like, you know, in that phrase of like, you like either die a hero or live long enough to become the villain. It's like when you, the more you put out, the more you give people to analyze and read into. So if Kathy and Kim are not giving anything, we can't really judge that they're not loyal. Do you know what I'm saying? We can only see Kyle's examples because Kyle is at the forefront of for the past 12 years versus Kim has been in a few seasons and again, never had a like, cause she never confronted except for maybe season three and she was still super locked up about it. Like she never really confronted any of her actual true issues. And then Kathy's just a friend of, so she never has a solo scene. And, um, and I think Kyle did try really hard after like for most of season one. And then of course, like the incident happened in the finale, but she also tried in season two to cover up a lot of Kim's bullshit. And then season three just tried to stand by her when other people were saying that she wasn't sober. And then by season five, I think she took a break in four and then came back for five and was already in a bit of an unstable behavior again. Cause I think after that finished filming is when she like got arrested for shoplifting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. that was so, that. So, you know, like I, you can only do so much, right? Because you also, part of the show is being honest. So if Kathy and Kim are just choosing not to be honest on the show, of course, you know, they're not going to look like it. And I think Kyle tries hard not to like, tried hard for a long time, not to say bad things about them, but those sisters 
I mean, Kim said it at that dinner. She's like, Kathy would never do this to me. Kathy, this, you know what I mean? Like she also throws it back the same way. So my argument is not that like Kyle is perfect, but I think the three of them are on equal footing. I don't think it's fair to say that one of them is less loyal than the other. I, I think just, the other two are just faker. I think that, okay, so I, I won't say less loyal, but I think that Kyle has been, especially in situations that we see on camera, very not team Richards, very team whatever, the wherever the wind blows, very team friends. And yeah. a, I feel like a lot of that has been rooted in also like what those friends can do for her in situations. Because I think Kyle also has been very loyal to Sutton, who she says is a dear friend of hers. Um, I th- just think she has an issue with like playing, like playing the being, like playing the on the fence card and being like the middleman and not picking a side and just and I think that with family especially with huge issues like with Brenna I would never like let my let Brenna talk shit about my sister especially if nothing's on camera I'd be like okay me and my sister are going to solve this ourselves but like you're not about to like get between me and my sister more than you know what I mean like I just think that that's not right I just I think it's really complicated and it's, it's very complex you can see on screen. But I think, and I think Ren is also malicious in her reasons for doing it. I don't think it's out of like true concern, true like care. Well, I think, I think that's where Rena crosses the line because I think like, so she has the Fox force five, right? Kyle does. And I do believe like as superficial as they are, like I, well, we know she's best friends with Teddy. Why? Who knows? But we, I do believe that Tingarit do have a real friendship. Like, and I remember those mid seasons, like when she did the American Woman show, and like mm-hmm. her family was completely just icing her out again for just a television show that was a fictional TV series that wasn't even like based on the events. Um, Dorit was really there for her, and especially through the LVP stuff. So I feel like Dorit um, and her have a deeper bond as friends, and also like the religion component as well. You know, they're both Jewish. Um, so they share their faith as well. So I do actually believe that they have a real friendship and it's just like Doritos is just as bad about like taking a stance or like making a clear point. So they probably just share that in common. Yeah. And I think Rinna in her twistedness has been there in some capacity for Kyle that, cause remember how close the way that Kyle felt about losing her friendship with LVP, like really fucked her up. Right. Because she felt like she had that older sister and had like the fun that she would have with her sisters without the punishment. And yeah. when LVP started to punish her, it was giving her, you know, the flashbacks to what she has to deal with in her family life. And so I think she felt really fucked up by that. So the fact that these other women like rallied around her and supported her unconditionally at that time, I like appreciate that they may be friends in real life, but I don't like how that impacts the rest of the show for sure. Cause they never really like let anyone in. And as Crystal and Garcella have been making the points, you know, and like you're saying with the corporate thing, they're treating these other cast members differently. Yeah. And I think that it could be fine in a way if Garcelle, Crystal and Sutton just agreed to like be their own little circle. Cause that happens sometimes in friend groups, you know, you have like two circles that overlap, but there's clearly favorites among them. No I one's think, ever going to be on equal footing. Sorry to Crystal's 14 friends. Clearly she wasn't on equal footing with them. Well, 14 friends is a lot. Um, I was about to say something. Wow. I don't even know anymore. I think I'm just, I don't know. I just don't agree with 
the way Kyle, the way, because all we can see, like, all we can take is what we see on TV. And so I just yeah, wish Kyle what would. happens next week, too. Yeah. And I just wish that Kyle would be more team, team sisters and figuring it out, no matter how fucked up our relationship is. We clearly love each other. We clearly don't want to, like, backpedal back to where we were not speaking, because I feel like the reason they weren't speaking before was because of the American woman, which flopped on tv so that's like a terrible reason to not get along and because of like mauricio like starting the agency so i feel like you know even through the hiccups and the bumps and the tribulations with family like you don't get another one and it's just think that you have to be very conscious of how you allow your friendships to impact like you're already strained relationships if strained with your like family and letting them get in between that it's like letting a friend get in between you and your husband you know what i mean and like be messy and be be an instigator it's like no so like why is it okay for renna to do that because renna wouldn't want anybody to do that with her family no of course not and i think i'm sure she knows things again off camera that kyle has like confided yeah i think my like challenge is just that like, yes, you only get one family, but as we both know, like from our past fields, like some people shouldn't associate. Oh, for sure. I mean, you only get one family. And I know it's not the same, like you said, the same degree, but like, you know, protecting your energy. And I bet you, like, you know, that Kathy and Kim have never, they're both in denial that like, there's anything to solve, right? The solution is Kyle needs to fall in line. And Kyle's like, no, you guys can't act like this with me. And so I think the episode we're going to see next week, my birthday, like, yes, a Kathy Kyle confrontation and Salt Lake City premiere. God bless. God bless Um, you. But I think, I think getting it on camera because her own fucking daughter had to do the same thing was like ambush her on camera. So she had to say something and had to do something. Like Kathy's first time in therapy ever. And it wasn't, I don't even know if it was official therapy or if it was like a life coach session or something had to be on camera last year because Kathy's just like, no, like blinders on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Another double Pisces living in her own dream world. She's never done anything wrong in her life, her way or the highway. So Pisces are a lot, but, and I don't, uh, I don't mean that you only get one family, especially if your family is toxic and it's toxic to the point where there's no solving it there's no like there's nothing like, you can do about it there's an issue like yeah I don't, think, I don't think her sisters think that there's an issue with them i think they think she's just an issue for not just doing what they want quite honestly i think it's to it to a degree i think that that can be true but i also think it's some of the like just i think it's other things that are a part of that dynamic as well like I don't think that Kyle is always right about things and I think that even though Kim and Kathy maybe like team up and be against Kyle for some you know like to some degree in some ways or feel a certain way about their relationship and it's probably a lot of deep-rooted shit because they said that they used to fight and bite each other and claw when they said that I was just like Jesus Christ. So it's been unhealthy since birth. Gotcha. But. The- yeah, because they were, their mom was on drugs. They were doing drugs. Like that's what Kathy doesn't want people to know because she's a Hilton now. Right. But like, I just would like to see if, like, I think that they're still trying to repair. Like, I think that that's the, 
the main caveat is that like everyone wants to repair the situation everyone is sorry like everyone is sad about the time that they lost and missed out on and want to make it a good relationship and i think that that stuff like this doesn't help it just adds fuel to the fire yeah i mean this is Um, a very unique situation like most people who have family drama aren't on international if you're going to choose to have them in your life and choose to introduce them to reality tv especially the the choosing yeah but you gotta stop saying introduce them like they didn't sign a contract no i mean but yes i know but i also yeah but i also think that because everyone loved to a degree like the kyle kim dynamic of like sisters on reality tv that Kyle had that hope for Kathy being on TV. Like, oh yeah, like we get to spend time together. Like it's going to be great. Like you being a friend of. And so when I mean introduce, I don't mean like them just being like, oh yeah, we want, you know, like a one-sided, like I want you on the show. Of course it's double-sided. But I think that if you're going to have like your family on TV and you know you have these issues that that are still unresolved, like you have to handle them in a certain way that I don't think that Kyle is doing well. I don't think either of them are. Yeah. But I think Kyle controls a lot of the narrative in that than than Kathy does because Kathy's just a friend of, so we don't see, like... Again, that's, like, both their choices. You know what I mean? Like, we can't blame Kyle for being a cast member. I mean, of course not, but I just think it's very, like, cringe on She has more canvas, so, like, she has to tell what's going on in her life. And she's always been honest versus Kathy, like probably honestly probably gets paid almost as much as them, but she's just a friend of because she doesn't want to put her shit out there. And which is smart because I wouldn't want to put my shit out there either. If I was like Kathy and had, well, yeah, you know what I mean? Like when you have, have privilege to, yeah, not, I mean, everyone has to just bones get, in the closet. Skele- yeah. Skeletons is what they say. <laughs> Sorry. I speak. No, I want bones in the closet. <laughs> Episode title bones in the closet. I sometimes speak like English isn't my first language. Um, bones in the closet. I mean, I do all the time. John is like, that's, or people are like, that's not what that means. Like, or that's not what you think You're it means. You're giving Chanel eye on. <laughs> it's really bad. Um, yeah. Well, let's agree yeah. to disagree. Yes. We agree that they need to have. Just know I love you and out. I will never let anybody talk shit about you. I will be ready to fight. And I'm like yeah, that with but both we of my sisters. we also have a healthy relationship. But I'm like that with both of my sisters. We're ready to scrap for for any, even if we get into an argument the day before, like about something that like is unhealed from childhood. Like if someone comes after us, we're ready to like knuck if you buck. Always. <laughs> I'm just never seeking to knock. Or is it buck? I'm never seeking to buck. <laughs> like, can we live buck free lives? You know what I'm saying? Like, some people can't. I remember my sister like defending I do tell me people all the time, and, like fighting for me when we were kids. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I say that all the time. Like, I'm very close to my mom, and she frustrates me. But I'm like, if anybody even like says a joke about my mom that I've said, and they think they can repeat it back, I'm like, you will literally get your tongue yanked out by my bare hand. And I just want Kyle to have that energy for Kathy. Like, I just want but her again, to have that energy. I have like a healthy relationship with my mom. Again, if I'm thinking of the people that I'm projecting into this situation, nope. Like I think that they pull them, not Kathy, but I mean, Kathy made the mistake of doing it in front of Rena, right? Like that's just the issue. So Kathy is less plausible. Like for Kim, I can't 
like I would be Kyle. I would just be like, why are you acting like this? Because Kim seek like is the example of the people I describe as people who don't seek peace in their lives. Like there are people like that. And again, addictive behaviors, like it's all a, th- a theme, right? Like I'm not going to be on drugs. So I'm going to. Right. But you have to have somewhat of a healthy ish relationship to want to film with them, like to want to. Like, I so. Hello, Teresa around. and uh, Melissa. Well, I mean, that's a, they're not like blood sisters. But they never liked each other. Her husband might as well be a main character and he's blood. Yeah, but that is like Caroline and Jacqueline and Zena. Yeah, but like sister relationships, I feel like are so different than like sister brother relationships. Like, and qualify. I think, and I think that like the main issue between Teresa and Joe is Melissa. Like that's their that's their issue. (laughs) I think other things as well, like obviously family dynamics and Teresa being the favorite and Joe being the stepchild of. See. of their family i think is also deep-rooted childhood issues but i and i but and i think that also i think Teresa didn't want them on the show either i think Teresa was no, very open about not wanting them too. on the both show two, both of those parties are guilty as hell right whereas kyle and kim and which i don't know how kyle and kim both got on the show maybe it was a a duo pair you know like they got buy well, one get one get I, two one for free well, kyle helped cast like most of that cast season one like she knew every single person that was on there and she suggested them. Cause I think they kind of picked Kyle's like, cause you know, they don't, they're not going to get the A-listers right away. Right. So they're like, who was, you know, famous or who's like socially well-connected and all this stuff. So they picked Kyle first. And then she literally has like said that she like got came on the show because Kim, all Kim did was like hang out at her house and like had no life, like was a lot, a shut in. Mm-hmm. So it was like, she could probably see the sign. She wasn't saying the things about alcoholism, but she just saw the signs, I think, of like, I need to get her to do something. Just, you know, it's like when people are depressed, right? Like they need a hobby. They need something to do. So like maybe filming this TV show, she used to be an actress, maybe something in that vein will get her up and running again. So she actually did it out of- Love, pity. Yeah, and like get her friends, right? Like, oh, I love you. You're my sister. These are my friends. I love my friends. And I think- she does treat her friends like her family because she's felt like she doesn't have her family behind her. Yeah. But with Kathy, I think that that was like a choice. Like, I don't think Kathy was like, Ooh, I want to be on Beverly Hills. You're just going to deal with me. Like, or else she would have been like a cast member. I think that it was like a kind of a thought to play the game. I mean, she doesn't play the game, but I definitely think it was a conversation that her and Kyle had or have been having. Yeah. About her being on the show. And so I feel like that, because of that, it's different than Joe and Teresa, who have always not Well, that wanted... was shady. Yeah. yeah. And like, also, Kathy joining the show is also, I feel like, a little bit of PR because of the Paris stuff. Yeah. The Paris stuff came out first about, like, she did her documentary where she said, like, here's what happened. And, like, my parents didn't know about it. And, like, I've never told them till now and all that stuff. And so then Kathy comes on the show as a friend of, and it's just like this goofy, who is hunky dory bit, you know, and doing all of that stuff coincidentally after everyone's like, what kind of mom is she? So it's all part of a bigger picture. I think it is. I mean, obviously everything, every, if you're going on TV, Everything's reality part TV. of the universe and the multiverse. Of yeah. 
if you're going into on reality TV, you're you're going for a purpose. Like you're yeah. not going. You're, if you're going on the Bachelor, you're Bachelorette. Something. You're not going for love. If you're going on these shows, you're not going just for the fun of it. Like you're going for a purpose to promote something to to get to be popular. Like you're going for a reason. So yeah, I think I guess we can agree to disagree. We've talked about this for like 45 minutes now. <laughs> Me and Ruby got into a deep debate. Wow, about Kyle and here. Kathy and Rena. We love it here. Sometimes the people need to hear it. It they is do. what it is. No, yeah. I think we both have points. I agree with all I of do. Them. I do too, you know, and I think I'm that's the difference. And I'm a Cap, just like Kyle. So I think I can also see, Cap like, man. the way sometimes Capricorns can be and, like, the she shadow. She my inverted moon, sun moon. So, yeah. you know, I'm a, an apologist. But I do think there's a lot of horrific things she's done separately this season. I just have, like... And of course, it's like very personally informed too. So, and that's probably why I've always liked her because I have like that cognizance of a situation. So it's probably why I'm always trying to, you know, <laughs> let her slide. But she did a bunch of fucked up things this season as well. Yeah. I think I can just see the sister, the sisterness of it and be like, mm. and like the the weird fi- family dynamics with your sisters and be like, mm. no. I can't, I can't stand up for you, dog. Like, it's not okay. Yeah, well, that's nice that you're sisters and you have that. Because I know another set of siblings that are different. Rare. I mean, like, we go through phases. Like, I think all siblings go through phases where you love each other, you hate each other, you love each other, you hate each other. But as long as you're not, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, crazy, I'll tell you offline. With my husband. <laughs> I'll tell you offline. <laughs> Why? some sisters like sleep with each other's husbands i've seen videos of that like it's just craziness i will tell you offline why it cuts deep because it's many decades <laughs> but anyways i guess we can talk about married to medicine which is going to seem stupid in follow-up i know um, let's take a quick break and then come back to it do you want to start over no <laughs> oh okay that then Gucci! Fun, but I hope you enjoyed how deep and serious we are. I know, we really debated. Debate. That's how, that's how you have a discussion as an intellectual. Well, I'm just saying, like, I hate when people yell yeah. at each other. That's called being able to see different sides of the story and remain intact. Exactly, because guess what? Everyone is entitled to their opinion, and everyone's opinion, okay, maybe not everyone's opinion matters. <laughs> But ours matter. Ours matter. So, and they matter to each other. Yes. Also, I looked up Dr. Jackie's uh, birth, like birthday. Yeah, who is she? She's a Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I weak? Her birthday is July twenty seventh. She loves the spotlight. She <laughs> acts like she doesn't, but she does. And Jackie can be fiery. Remember that one season? I don't know if you've watched that much, but when she came at, who was it? And she was just like, I don't have anything to say to you. She was just like real nasty. And they well, were on vacation. Heavenly. Yeah. Like, and she was like real nasty. And I remember thinking like, that's a side of Jackie I've never seen before. And I can. You know, Curtis has seen it. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Curtis has seen it. Speaking of, I went to, um, Pretty sure. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Maybe I shouldn't mention it just in case. I'm no, I'm sure. Um, I went to his ex-wife's um, restaurant. It's been on like the Food Network um, oh. for like as like really good, and that shit was so fucking wild. It was so good. 
So clearly he has excellent taste across the board. Excellent taste. Like, it was a place I called heard um, Twisted Soul Kitchen, and it was so good. Oh, I want that. But I have many food adventures next week, so I have to chill out on the budget because you know those Libras. We love to spend money we don't have. Uh, I'm going on a diet next week, so I'm getting in all the food cravings I have this week until next Saturday when I'm going to Athens for a football game. Cute. So, that till Sunday. (laughs) I don't know why I made that noise. (laughs) (laughs) I just used all my intelligence for the past 40 minutes, so I have nothing left to give. Because your love is all I have. No, my love is all I have to give. Without Without you, you, I don't think I could live. If I were give the world to you, I promise. Da, 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 da. What? <laughs> You're welcome. My love is all I have. Oh my gosh, I used to love that song. I know that's Backstreet Boys, right? Yeah, I'm used to Marvin and Sync Girl, but I like that song and Quit Playing Games with My Heart. I'm much more of a of an instinct girl as well but backstreet boys now as like an adult their songs hit a little like like oh and the chest they're a little more like, grown they're like so grown and sexy not grown and sexy because <laughs> yeah just grown that's why i grown just- like the material grows with you with age it's like whew. yeah no i'm an instinct tearing up my heart when i'm with you okay we could go on a we could go on another tangent and we don't, we don't have time. We have to go to sleep tonight. Um, Married to Medicine, we open with the Hollis Slay party at Quad's house and um, Toya's yelling at Zayna and Anila because she's like, who said that I fucked somebody in the neighborhood? And all I wrote was, Anila is a snakeity snake, snake, snake. I hate her because I hate people who like toss the grenade and then walk mm-hmm. away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like back up what the fuck you just said. And she and Zayna were acting brand new. And then I think they tried to like separate from it. And um, I don't know how it got to be that like Toya and Eugene were somewhere and then Audra came up and like fucking pummeled her chest into Toya for no reason. That was a lot. That was so out of nowhere, right? Like the conversation had ended and then Audra came, like started picking at Toya verbally and that's when Toya said, I didn't hire you or whatever. And then Audra took that as a moment to go like puff her chest quite literally onto Toya. And Which, I would have done what Toya did too. Mush. Fucking, yeah. Actually, I probably wouldn't have mushed her. I would have like pushed her and it would have been I would have pushed her on the shoulders. Like that's. But my, either way, my hands would have been on you because you came in my personal space and therefore yeah. I'm allowed to defend myself. She had her chest on Toya's body. Literally like, bumping she had her. her body on her body. Bumping her. Like insane. And so I would have pushed her back both hands because your hands on the shoulders, like you're above their arms. So then they can't bring it back up on you. Yeah. So like if you don't have to fuck with someone's face, don't. I think the message could have been boom, like just a double shoulder push. I mean, if you're in someone's personal space 
it's flight or fight mode from there. And oh, absolutely. Like, like I'm going to handle it different. I'm just saying that's my yeah. strategy. Yeah. Oh, definitely. My strategy. Um, so I black out. So I don't really know what I would do, but it would. I would do the double hands or also you can Heisman. Like, so if I'm in a big crowd and I can see that, like, no one's going to let me get through, I hold my arms up like this. And I just start walking like side to side and start swaying my arms because then people get freaked out and they get out of my way. Even if I'm not like pushing my arms, it's just the fact that I have them up. You know, you sound like you're an animal, like defending themselves <laughs> in the wild. You know, my favorite book is The Art of War by Lao Tzu. So I'm not shocked. Like you because sound like you're an I animal about to like, things. like trying to like seem like a threat so every other animal leaves you alone and doesn't fuck with you. Absolutely. I even used to do that at the bars in our college. Like I used to do the ugliest fucking dance at the leaf so that people would get weirded out and then make room for me to actually dance with my friends before they let the 18 and ups in. Wow, you are a terrorist. Um yeah. Do you want to see? I'm gonna show you show me this dance. And I will no. try to picture like describe it. My, picture me with a leaf mug in one hand. Uh-huh. And then I would do this. Okay, so she's basically doing the butterfly, but with her arms with like arm mixed extending yeah, to move everyone out the way. Like a windmill arm with a butterfly leg. Pretty much. Windmill, yes, that's what it is. A butterfly windmill is what she's doing. Yeah. It's called talent. And also, yeah, it is called Animal Kingdom shit, you know? You're a true, a true um, lioness. <laughs> I have to get what I want. And so I'll do what needs to be done. Whereas me, I mean, on, if I'm honest, I probably would have choked her, like choked her off of me, like get the yeah. fuck and like yeah, all the way back. And everyone would have been like, yo, India, like, no, <laughs> I'm like, no, she started this shit. I'm going to fucking end it. Like, I am not like. So I'm a lion and you're a rattlesnake. <laughs> I am. You are like chomping the venom into the throat. I think I might be like a bear or something. Also, giraffes, like when they feel threatened, they fight with their necks. Like they like. Not that. Not that. And elephants with their trunks. So I think I'm like more of like that type of. of, You're a rhinoceros. (laughs) No, I feel like they stampede and they have the horns. Like you. Yeah, but like I don't cause issues. Like. Unless you cause no, that's just how you're responding yeah. is on. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. But like, I'm calm, and I'm then it's to think like, of an animal oh. that just goes for the kill. Oh, I mean, I think, I think elephants. You did you hear about the elephant that uh, no. found the woman at the funeral and like <laughs> interrupted the funeral and like was no. like, I didn't, didn't forget about you, bitch, and like. Even when you said, did you hear about the elephant? Like, no, I do not follow wild animal news. So. Oh well, basically, this elephant didn't forget this fucking woman. I think it was in India. <gasps> And, and like not testing the elephant memory theory yeah and i mean i'll look it up because it's definitely like a story oh, like no. a, a true story and i was like yeah that's elephants are one of my favorite animals and don't fuck with me because i will remember and i will come back you're, for you yeah you're representative of the nation don't come for me unless i send for you or i will send you back in kenya's words anyway but yeah, I so agree with, to- I'm on Toyo's side completely. And I was going to ask you, you know, what, I'm you, always would, team what you would do. Oh yeah, no. I'm like, also a mix of, I'm a mix of Toyo. put their Toya. body on mine, my hands, like I said, I keep, like, maybe it's from a lot of years of kickboxing. Hands are always up. Yes. Like, whether I'm in the airport in a music festival or whether somebody is trying to put their body on my body, hands are up at eye level and then above the other person's arms. Like, yes, self-defense. <laughs> Bitch, I am an only child. 
from the military. Like <laughs> I've been out here trying to be a spy kid. Since I was, like, seven. But I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause my dad has literally been just like up my ass about self-defense since I was like five, maybe younger. So, well, um, my dad's but dad- I just fight like I'm from the streets. I choose to curb stomp instead of fighting like a normal. Well, yeah, no, like no strat. Like you have to win. I don't have to engage in a lot of fights. And I think people know not to test it you know there's some people again that same special person that i'm always telling you about one time was like i think i could get ruby and i was like bitch please try please fucking try because you will have eyes outside of their sockets um i had a point and it went away completely (laughs) yes team toya till i die um d-town stomping doing what she needs to do oh i was just gonna say that my dad's version of like self-defense support was he would literally just wrestle me india like i think he thought i was a little boy or maybe he was just trying to teach me mm-hmm. he would put me in a headlock and be like get out of it and i was five or six and i would pretend to yell for my neighbors i'd go neighbors neighbors and he would say they can't hear you and i was like thank you so much <laughs> so i have a oh my god i have a good relationship with everybody but you know he really was like you have to figure your shit out from a very young age he did not want he did like he did not want me to grow up you know what it's like when you're the generation that like didn't have anything and you get stuff yeah kids to be brats he took that to like a level that wasn't necessary and was like you're gonna learn how to do everything and I try to fight most of it off but you physically can't get like a 200 pound man off of you (laughs) unless you fight back so yeah there's my childhood trauma, everybody. JK. So apparently this woman was, I don't know. I I heard no, other things that she did. This damn elephant. Wow. Yes. Like I heard I'm that she. tell her about my life. Me love the elephants. I get. Oh, you get all of my respect, girl. But yeah, that elephant basically trampled the woman. I think that she was doing something in their sanctuary and he trampled her and then they like were you know bringing her corpse back for the funeral and uh, the herd of elephants came back and they <laughs> picked her up in the air and threw her and then her dead body yes and then like basically like destroyed her house and terrorized the entire village <laughs> oh my god i love the energy that's why you can't be fucking with animals ever like that's why zoos freak me out even and like all these places. Oh yeah, because they're not happy. And, yeah. and like I would want a pet yeah. I would want a pet elephant. If I could ride on an elephant and just have one just have my back at all times. Yeah, but but this is not Tarzan. Like they're not gonna just respond to you naturally. I think they would. You would have to like again cause them I'm Cinderella. I'm an they vibe. Like just not like babies. Just like babies, just like, you know, of course you have some kids that are just like demons, obviously, but most kids respond to people that have great vibes. They like read energy and so do animals, like animals read energy. And I've been told by animal owners that like, you must have great energy because they normally don't respond this way. So I think that I'm the Cinderella of like, ah, animals. And um, I think that me having a pet elephant would be amazing. We would have so much fun together. Okay. I'm halfway through this glass of wine, so. I okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Keep adding up. The math is mathing, y'all. 
Ruby. I don't know if you guys have the face of Ruby, but Ruby's just like blank face. Like, okay. I'm Chris Pine during the Don't Worry Darling press when Harry's <laughs> talking about he's in a movie that's like a movie. I can't wait to see that movie. When's it out in theaters? I'm not going to watch. I think it's tomorrow. I'm not going to watch it in theaters because it's like thrillery. So you're going to have to tell me what the situation is because, you know, I'm scared of everything. Maybe I can convince John for us to go see it tomorrow. Well, what do I have to do tomorrow? I already told you about Yellow Jackets, right? I've watched Yellow Jackets. That's coming back tomorrow? Did I tell you about? No, no, no. Did I tell you about me watching it? No. What happened? Just that I was like fucking freaked out all the time because <laughs> it's so creepy. You've seen the big ass windows in my building. I'm like, yeah. open the window. And then like all this, mm, no. And then I'm on a plane half the time when I was watching it. I was like, bitch, why did you choose this? I mean, movie? Yellow Jackets was fucking trippy. Like anything with cannibals is like, I mean, that the fact that, you know, that happened in real life. Not all of that, obviously, but, yeah, but like the, the soccer team. Yeah. yeah. It was a male well, soccer team though. Um. Amber even texted me when I finished and goes, I'm so proud of you for getting through a spooky show because like, I'm a bitch that's shaking on the wrong episode of Pretty Little Liars. Like, yeah, watch. No way. I have not. I can't get through Original Sin. The one on oh, HBO. I haven't started it because I'm not I'm not interested in like seeking more spooky. Yeah. The, I've never watched American Horror Story. So. I can't do American Horror Stories too. That show's too. I've done it. Like the witch season, I was like, okay, but I think I that was the last one that for Emma Roberts, but I didn't do it. That was the last one that I really watched because that shit was even trippy, a little trippy for me. And I'm like, oh. it's it's a little too demonic for my yeah. my taste. Um, I like good witches, not the weird ones. Um, okay. All right. Anyway, so back to Toya was right. Um, I really could not with Heavenly having to outwardly stand her confessional that she didn't, she wasn't involved in it because she's so guilty that she's like already setting herself up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Was like, I was I weak at the flashbacks. Daddy. And it was like showing all the ways she was in it. And he was like, just cause you weren't fighting doesn't mean you weren't a part of it. But my favorite was Simone's reaction when Toya said, I think I handled myself well. And Simone was like, that's not well. That's <laughs> definition of what, like, Simone sends me. She's, like, one of my little problematic faves because she's so annoying. So if I would have just got her out there 15 minutes earlier. I was howling at her face and her voice when she said that was not handled well. It would have been so well <laughs> if you had left 15 minutes ago, like, as you were supposed to. I, um, I was also weak at Anila's mom. I like Anila's mom over Anila. When she said, good entertainment, good food, good party. I was like. <laughs> yeah, no, I prefer Anila's mom, but. I was like, oh my goodness. Daughter and son-in-law. Because mom. also the fact that Toya told Anila's mom, like your daughter is like accusing or spreading rumors about me. And Anila's mom was like, stop it to her daughter. Like, stop it. Stop doing that. I'm like, ooh. I would do the same thing if I was Toya. I love bringing other people like in the family into it if they're around. I'm like, yeah. that's your relative. Like, you should really handle them. I'm a Rena, apparently. <laughs> I'm like, listen, look at your daughter right now. How horrifying. But I'll do like, I do it in like a quad voice, like a fake bougie, very calm voice. I'm like, that's horrifying. Like, that's who you raised. You're so sweet though. I love your makeup, but your daughter... <laughs> an issue i love doing shit like that that's the dark side of me that i don't pull out unless you know people provoke needed yeah whatever you said about don't come or send or whoever like when it when i'm provoked i shall bite back 
I haven't been provoked in quite a while. I mean, and yeah, like, I mean, I don't put myself in those situations anymore, but that's like when I was. Well, no, I've been provoked. I think my light just always wins over the darkness because I know that my darkness is like me with black eyes and just being a true demon. Um, so I have to just stay no. in the light. I just have to stay in the light. <laughs> Not stay in the light. Yeah, I mean. The tarot card of Capricorns is the devil. <laughs> Stop! I hate Truly. you. Truly, I hate you so much. And we're goats, so like you know, like goats and yeah, the devil. LeBron and Jesus. Oh, for that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, the goats. LeBron, LeBron and Jesus. LeBron, Ricky Martin, and Jesus are all Kobe. Capricorns. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, LeBron's a Capricorn. Yes, ma'am. No wonder. I think they're all born on December twenty fifth. Also, oof, they're December Capricorns. But they're we also Jesus Capricorns. We are different. The Lord's Capricorns, my friend. Martin Luther King is a Capricorn. We are born on the same day. I say, well, he had a dream about justice, and I have a dream about money. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> Truest thing you've ever said on this pod. <laughs> People normally giggle. I'm like, okay, thank you for giggling, because I'm not. Obviously, civil rights is so important. I'm black. Like, I get it. I'm all about justice. But I feel like there's a little bit of truth in every just kidding, so. Yeah. I mean, you know. I'm laughing on the inside, India. <laughs> That's just Everyone me. loves money. I think Capricorns are just way... Like, me and John were watching this TikTok, and it was, um, like, what every how every sign would respond to if someone were to be like, you can't sit at my table or something. Like, it was something like that, and... For Capricorn, it was like, hmm, how about how much is this table? How about we sell the table? Like, and he's that's like, yeah, so that's you. Random. I don't know. It was just one of those. I have to send it to you because I probably am not making sense about it. But I was like, yeah, I, mean, I have to watch it. I can't. Okay. Um. So after the fight's over, you know, they all go their separate ways. So they do like basically two little recon groups. And so it's like Anila, Heavenly, and Audra. Mm-hmm. I like kind of listened to it, but I was also like, this is the bullshit circle. And then Toya Simone and Contessa, who are also full of shit, but I like them more. So mm-hmm. I just was on that team's table. And I was like, what is Contessa wearing with her zebra dress of some sort? I was like, she's so beautiful. Why does she keep doing this? Hi. She's like Giselle, just problematic um, oh, it's uniform, a pretty thing. wardrobe. Like what yeah. they were saying, like the pretty weakness or whatever. Like they don't have to dress as well because they're so pretty. Mm, um, I disagree. Well, I mean, I'm not saying I agree. I'm just saying that's the... That is a pretty complex. Yeah, where it's like they don't have to because they're already pretty. Um, I was weak when Toya explained that she was restrained. I believed her, but it was still just hilarious when she was like, that's me restrained, like mushing someone's face. I mean, I think that is pretty restrained. And also, did you notice that after they got separated, like as they were being separated... Audra was ready to knock her out. Like Audra was throwing crazy punches in the air. She really was. And I just don't get where that aggression came from. Like, I don't, I really want to like her because I like that she's like our age and represents maybe a different character that we haven't seen before on the show. But I'm not liking how she clearly is just like a little puppet for Anila and Heavenly because they hate Toya. Mm -hmm. The fact that like she went to the bounds of like looking up all of Toya's like whatever that's called tax history real estate history yeah like liens and taxes um like that history because it was equivalent to like i'm you know i've been posting when i was watching the old seasons like in season two or three 
you know, Quad, I mean, Lisa Nicole did the background check on Quad and that was like a source of contention. So like why, and they just said, friends don't do that to friends. And although Audra's not Toya's friend, that's even worse. Like, why are you going to the trouble to look all of this up on someone you barely know just because one time she made a joke that you weren't a good attorney? That doesn't yeah. say it all of their- Literally, life. and she apologized for it. Like, I wasn't being Several serious. Times. I was just like, joking. She apologized repeatedly. And like being judgmental about someone's wardrobe, even though she's like, not, I'm, it's not about, she's like, it's not about labels. It's about like you just being dressed appropriately for where like we're going. Elevated. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's even just, that like, doesn't formality. warrant. It's yeah. It's not about formality. And it doesn't warrant like all of that. Like, what are you, like, what are you truly, I think alcohol is like the demon juice and clearly they well, had a I lot think, of it. I think that, but she had all that information planned. Mm-hmm. And so it was more her present more i'm thinking of the presentation of the information rather than the fight later i'm just saying like to go to that level it's just like you had this plan just so that you can have a moment on this television program and it's right. just like, sauce i didn't like it and it made me like the fact that those three are friends i just like have no interest in them and i saw on social that like heavenly is going to be audra's baby godmother so like that's a choice you made hmm. <sighs> I mean, also, um, it says something. It speaks volumes that it's Anila, Audra, and Heavenly. Anila's pretty new and, and has no friends. New. Audra's new and Heavenly. Whenever there's like an, an oldie, yeah, it's get, whenever there's an oldie with the newbies, it's giving like you don't have any other friends. It's giving that like there's you a reason why. Yeah, you burned all your bridges. Um, and I mean, I just. I mean, I'm always going to be, like you said, we're always Team Toya, but in a situation where someone is, like, because I think it obviously across the line when you're bumping your chest on mine and you invade my private space, mm-hmm. like, then, of course, like, private spaces should be, like, six feet, but, and they were clearly both in each other's technical private space. Mm-hmm. You came up on me and bumped me, touched Physically, yeah. Physically. You, you put your body across the line. And so, yeah, I do think that Toya was... Especially in the black, I won't even say in the black community because that's like stereotypical. But in my community specifically, in like, the community of India, in the community of India, percent, like country, that would be me restrained as well because okay. I would, like, I would want to choke you, trip you out, knock you to the ground, and start just like banging you. Like I wish y'all could see the actions because it's hilarious. Only because you're very nice. I know it's true. <laughs> but you know when people like ladies like ourselves are just so polished yeah when, when you cross me in, you look you like a whole me. different character you i know did like the we, diablo <laughs> well that's something we don't even look like ourselves you know when we yeah because like, we're not that way here. and again fight or flight we tr- we try to go high when they go low but sometimes you have to go to the bottom of the barrel who said that recently like i i'm not um Where's michelle candy? obama candy. yeah when you go low, I go lower. I'm not Michelle Obama. When you go low, I go lower. Bitch, mm-hmm. I'm worldwide. <laughs> oh, Kendria. I know that's not her name, but that's what I'm choosing to call her. Not Oh, Kendria. <laughs> and speaking of no, not the action figure trainer doing his little lifting session before Contessa showed up. I was like, what in the Nickelodeon Kablam cartoon is this? Those arms just... If and I like, ever saw him in like as if he seeing someone who looks like that in real life is like 
traumatizing. It's like, it's like seeing a girl with a bad BBL, with like a very overly exaggerated BBL. I feel like Ugh. that type of body type is like the BBL Unwell. of women. It's Unwell. Not it's not acceptable at all. Um, but I was weak when Contessa was doing her little walk. It was giving me a Thermopolis in the first half of Princess Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> like she was just, but she's so precious. Like I just want more for Contessa. You know what I mean? Like. Her thighs are insane. I, I love them. I'm like, yeah, your thighs, your body is like body yachty. Ooh. Yeah. Like the fact that they have like the most minuscule changes for her because like her body is mostly just like naturally gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And then we go to like Quad does this memorial thing for her brother and invites like Mason's mom and they have dinner together. I was like, Mason is running this damn show of a house. It really is. And I was weak. He was like, ma'am, do you want me to break the picture? And I was just like, Damn, Quad literally got like a mini her basically to run her. And it's hilarious. And but with like, a very country accent. Oh my God, the little baby country accent is everything because he sounds like an old man. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, thank you, Lord. <laughs> like, <laughs> so cute. Um, and I liked that they had his mom there to show like there's still a relationship with her and all this stuff. Too. Yeah, I wonder why he doesn't live with his mom. I mean, there are obviously reasons, but I just sometimes wonder why. Um, I mean, it might... I was trying to think about that too. And I feel like, you know, cause there's so much going on, especially in our country with like women's rights and mm -hmm. all this stuff. Like there's a lot of reasons women can't be single mothers. And, um, you know, so I'm thinking it might be like financially at minimum. Yeah. I think like, so too. Hey, maybe she has to go live with her family in the time being, or, you know, has other stuff going on. And so right. it's just easier if he stays with quad for now. Cause like, again, my family, my mom said at the family, you know, just like in my grandparents' generation was a little more old school where like you would send your niece or nephew or like you'd send your kids to go live with your siblings if they lived like in the city so that they could go to like a better school. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that you weren't their parents. It was just like an arrangement. You wanted them. Yeah. And you wanted them to have yeah. a better life. Yeah. You know, better opportunities. And like, or if they went to college in that town, you know, they could stay and live with your siblings. So I think it's probably like something like that. And yeah. I've, and I heard her mention like when they were doing the, which I think is so dangerous that like, light the whatever. lanterns my the dad lanterns. went through a phase like that for five years where every time we had a party he would go to chinatown in san francisco and get the lanterns and like make everybody make a wish i feel like that's like really bad for the environment and like what if like well, what no, happens he got biodegradable ones because oh yeah. but what like what if it falls and then it hits a tree and it's still on fire and then it's a yeah. forest fire i think there's something to do with physics okay so that that doesn't happen but i am weak because our the neighborhood my parents lived in was like kind of tucked away in the sense mm -hmm. of like it wasn't just like on the main highways and stuff and so like there's lots of hills and like it's really quiet you can like see the stars at night where they used to live and we did the lanterns one night and um the like you know it's some kind of like bougie neighborhood newsletter said that there were like three unidentified objects that like seven people reported <laughs> And it was literally the number of lanterns we had out. <laughs> I was like, these white people have too much time on their hands. Or these <laughs> people, there were people of color there too. <laughs> but I was like, these people have too much free time on their hands to be reporting this to our neighborhood watch. Right. Like what? <laughs> no, it's not. Nine unidentifiable objects. <laughs> no, they literally called them that. <laughs> like they were like, there are five unidentified lights in the sky. Those were our lanterns, folks. <laughs> Sorry to like ruin your um, UFO watching, searching, whatever, hunting. God, 
but yeah um yeah I mean I don't love it I don't love a lot of stuff with fire like close to me physically except for candles but so I understand what you're saying but and also like I was just like this is so 2017 but it's a nice gesture like that's an appropriate circumstance in which to do that yeah I don't oh what was I saying definitely segue but when they were doing that and she mentioned I think she mentioned like your kids are all right like kids plural so maybe they have more than one and so because like of that just to give her like some some like you know some breathing room yeah they had that agreement yeah I mean it's it could be like what Marlo does I think that's like you know definitely something in both of our cultures where like it's not unusual to have multiple people help support raise you. Because like all. even me having two parents, but they both worked. Like when I was really little, I would just be at my grandma's house every single day, you know, and that's just like a normal, I know he lives with her full time, but you know, that's just like a more exaggerated version. Of mm-hmm. just no, I definitely get it. Cause I would be too. And then I made that note again, that Jackie is insane. She's so calm voiced, but such a weirdo. <laughs> it's all I said about Jackie interviewing that new doctor. I just love when she was like, take a drink. I'm drinking. Like, just anything she says is all in that same voice. You know, Jackie is 64. Shit. She looks really good for 64. Yeah, really good. Ramona doesn't look like that, even with all those fixings that she's gotten on her face. I mean, Ramona still looks great, but yeah, she's also had a face. But Ramona looks stitched up versus Jackie. Yeah. Whatever Jackie does works for Jackie. I mean, you know, black don't crack. And then... The last thing I just wrote was Anila was robbed, period, because I skipped that scene. Um, I skipped the Anila and her mom scene. I told you I'm skipping the rest of Anila's scenes for the season. So yeah, you can if, say anything you'd like about it. Um, I mean, I don't really have much to say because I'm a little, I want to see the next episode to kind of like have a more, more of an opinion because I can say what I don't like is that Quad blamed Toya. Like, I don't like that she at the end of the episode made it seem like Toya was a reason why she was robbed. Right. I don't like that at all. Like you can't insinuate shit like that. Like that's not cool because I don't think that Toya would be capable of that. Of course we don't know, but, um, well, it sounds like everybody on the cast, including Toya says that it seems like it's an inside job, but I think they're alluding to maybe it being Anila and Kieran. They think that they robbed themselves. Like, the way that people thought that, like, Doree and yeah. PK, like, set up the robbery yeah. so that they could, like, get, you know, like, call the insurance yeah. people and stuff. That's basically what they're saying about Anila and Karen, is that they set it up. That's what Toy is, is insinuating. I thought Toy was insinuating that whoever the other person was, the other half of the rumor, did it to scare them. No, I think she was insinuating that it was them, which uh-huh. I think is a fairer assumption to assume that the people who have all these nice things would set it up for themselves than to insinuate that about someone else who had nothing to do with it entirely. And there's no evidence yeah, or of that, you know, like, yeah. of course, like with, even with police, they're not gonna, they, they're gonna get advice from everyone, but they're not gonna go to someone who's like, they're not gonna go to tell your first and be like, well, oh, well, you guys fought or had drama about that. So we're going to just think it's you. Like that's not, they would ask questions to see if they were trying to commit insurance fraud. Like, so that's where I stand on that. But yeah, um, the beginning of the episode was, was great. And then it just, I liked the knuck a few buck and then it just, (laughs) you liked the fact, because that's when you were like, it was a good episode. I was like, 
I no. Some of it. Yeah, the beginning, and then it just went down from there. Um, well, do you have any musing? I know we went longer with BH than we thought, but do you want to give any of your brief thoughts on Real Girlfriends in Paris? So I do like Real Girls, Girlfriends in Paris because it is an easy watch. Like, it's not something that you have to, like, think about too much. Like, and I like to see the the expats, like, American expats in other countries and just to see the difference in American culture and other in other countries and just, honestly, how much healthier other countries live. Um, it's just kind of a reality, <laughs> a reality um, moment of, like, what do you call it? A reality check. Yes. Reality check of, like... Okay. Of just how much America doesn't give a fuck about its people, um, especially like health wise and with work. Um, as far as the cast goes, I'm really loving um, Victoria. I think that she's super hip. She's the bisexual woman on the cast. Um, and I think that she's really hip. She's very fashionable. Like she's and just kind of one of those like people. Her stepbrother was on The Real World. Um, a season that I watched, so she has some like reality TV exposure. Oh, interesting. About him. But anyway, continue. Yeah, I really like her. I like Aja, even though Aja's like a really loud, like drunk. Like oh, when she gets when she drinks, I really like her as a person because I think that she struggles with like dating or has struggled with dating in America, and I think she has a better time in Paris. Um, and so it's interesting to see that as a black woman that you have a better dating like you feel more desirable yeah in Paris than you do in America um Margo is pretty cool even though she comes from like a very rich family and like her dad gives her like ten thousand dollars a month and like cut back a little bit (laughs) but I think I relate to her as an entrepreneur and just having so many different ideas and like trying something and then like letting it go and then like regretting letting it go and then starting something else and like just being triggered by like your lack of ambition and motivation and other you know so you like have fear around like your entrepreneurial endeavors so I really like her those are the main three that I that I love off the cast then there's Casey who is another black girl that's a teacher that's struggling to like get um her green not her green card but get a visa in paris um like find a full-time job to get a visa emily's another rich girl that pretty much got a job because her parents work and like she knew someone her parents knew someone they set her up with a job there and then anya's like been there 10 years she's kind of like the mother like the lvp of the group i would say um but i don't think her and her boyfriend have real money and i think they're like trying to like figure it out so that they can have this like grand wedding and like live happily ever after but yeah it's a pretty vibey show very chill not much to talk about but i like it so far that's it also um just a plug i'll put it when we post this episode in our stories uh hurricane fiona hit the caribbean really hard and there's a lot of organizations that we should help that are grassroots orgs not necessarily government programming and i won't comment as to why i will just say that the ideas we have of who to donate to we will put in our stories um so please donate even if it's five dollars ten dollars whatever you can to support people there are some people who have lost everything twice in five years and had promises made by you know higher ups that never came to fruition yeah and i mean you can do your own research on these companies these higher up companies that don't really do shit but use the money for other purposes so yeah we'll Um, put all of those um in our stories definitely and i'll and put it in this podcast in the podcast notes on the episode okay 
Um, but yeah, pray for Puerto Rico and give them money. Yeah. I mean, I support prayers too, but yeah. And give them don't forget, dollars, please. <laughs> yeah. And, and also, you know, for more chaos, you know where to find us. Twitter and instead we're gonna pop get, of color pod. Yeah, it's we're gonna get cut off in like less than a minute. So, so bye, Libra season. Peace out, bitches. Party time. <laughs>